This podcast has been sponsored by the 2018 champion, Matt Albright. Radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop and your favorite hosts, Giuseppe. That's pretty terrible right there. And Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony. I will kill a man to improve my status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey fellas, I love the podcast. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Scoop and Scoop. I'm your host Giuseppe and with me once again is Turtle and Turtle, the would you rather for this week. I'm sorry, but I included percentages once again. Would you rather have an automatic kicker who hits 85% of his field goals or a punter who can pin an opponent back inside the 10-yard line 85% of the time? Hmm. I go on the offensive, so I'm going to go with the kicker that hits 85 percent of the time. I go with the punter. Actually, me too. Yeah, because uh, initially I was leaning towards the kicker, but then as I started thinking about yeah. it, I changed my mind. Tony, why did you lean punter? Because kickers, like normally, are at about 85 percent, so it's not it's not even that special, right? That's that's probably like. Uh, <laughs> Like uh, fuck, who's a bad kicker? Like Mason Crosby kind of numbers. I don't know. Like, but a punter that can like pin you—that that turns the game. Like that that flips the field position. That means your defense has got an easier time. Uh, so I would take the punter. Yeah, I did it for the field position thing. Like you're underestimated eighty five percent. That's on every kick. So that means like fifty yarders too, Tony. So it's it's not as uh. Is cut and dry as as you would I think. Fuck it, uh, I'm still taking the. Well, that would be for 85 yarders too, then, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he'd ever attempt one, but sure. (laughs) But no, all field goals are 85 percent. Yeah, sure. I mean, but if nothing's like past 66 has ever been attempted, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you could go that. Just using the wording here. (laughs) But yeah, interesting. Okay, Uh, yeah, I thought again. I came up with that one pretty quickly because. Who's the, I think it's the Rams punter, Johnny Hecker, who just yeah. destroyed the Bears two weeks ago with with the field position. Yes. And I just kept thinking like, man, that that's such a weapon to have because your defense can basically go balls to the wall every single time because what's the worst that can happen? They get 10 yards. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's going to be very rare where you're going to see somebody bust off a 99 yarder on you in situation because the offense is nine is always so conservative so right, and you, you guys talk the- I, sw- I switched to the punter <laughs> i switched 85 percent right? isn't that impressive i've been looking it up and i was like how often do the chiefs punt they punted 26 times this season wow. that's still too high for me to i think like, i'll get enough value out of those 26 times with the chiefs than i would uh the field goals i think, I think the bears and giants hit 26 punts in a in the game like earlier in like week two this week so, this year that's possible <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't put Dallas, it. Dallas, Dallas. I wonder how many Dallas oh, has. God. Yeah, Dallas and Washington, that's like 35 punts. <laughs> oh, God. Um, as I mentioned on the message board, we do have a guest this week. Uh, we have BDI on the podcast. And I'm going to start by saying that he was supposed to be on last week, but 
I did not confirm it. So earlier in the day, I said that, you know, I needed to check with Tony. I checked with Tony. We didn't have anybody. I didn't say anything. So that one is my fault. So thank you, BDI, for being on this week. Hello. Good evening. How are you? Pretty good, gentlemen. Uh, just sitting here. We just smoked uh, some marijuana from my balcony here. And uh, now I'm talking to you guys. Yeah, that's uh, legal now. I don't think it was legal last time we talked on the podcast. So, uh, yeah. You no, know, cheers. Yeah, good for you. Cheers. But I don't ever get it from the place. Oh, let's not incriminate ourselves on the podcast here. But I, I do want to ask you, did you vote for Kanye West last night? or what, what I, I did. Uh, What's his name? Yeezy? Something like that? 2020? Is that his name? Yep. There you go. I, actually, I, I voted for Willie Wilson because his party was called the Willie Wilson Party. And I found that to be very humorous. So I voted for him. So I have no idea what he was sustaining. What for. his platform was? No, <laughs> no, because I didn't want to vote for either the Republican or the Democrat because they're both scum. So it's so funny because we were talking. I mean, Turtle actually like brought this up because I didn't think about it, but it almost is a a more appropriate time for you be on the show <laughs> this week right? because of what happened yesterday and that it's still pending or whatever. They, I mean, I guess nothing really happened yesterday other than the election but it just hasn't been determined as of yet who the president is because of the way the things are in this country so i guess in general <laughs> we know that you don't care for either of the candidates and you voted for willie wilson who i think is a baseball player but i could be wrong i know he says he's an international businessman <laughs> <laughs> On his radio ads that I hear on International Man of Mystery, Willie Wilson. (laughs) So I say, oh, he's an international businessman. He's got my vote. (laughs) Okay. I could have swore there was a Kansas City Royal named Willie Wilson. I think there was. You're probably right. Uh, So let's see here. I guess we we could talk a little bit about that stuff. How about this? I would actually rather talk about something uh, polarizing but not political. Um, how has COVID impacted your day-to-day life and potential work since that hall, since that's been going? Um, not too bad, actually. Just not getting new customers, just old customers. So it's not been that bad this year. Okay. Could be worse. And then I have to ask because, and then I'll let Tony or Turtle ask the next question. You do wear a mask when you do shit, right? At a job? Like anything that revolves around being around people, right? I mean, the, uh, like if it's like friends of mine, no. But if I'm like at a job, yeah. Okay. Interesting. What, okay. Kind, what kind of mask do you got? Do you have like an N95? Do you have like a bandana with holes in it? Like what, what kind of mask, <laughs> what kind of protection are you uh, bringing to job sites? Um... I'm just wearing surgical masks most of the time. I had an N95 mask, but I don't know what happened to it. So obviously I don't wear it. (laughs) And I think those are one-time use anyway. So like they're pretty much trash afterwards. And they're like, I think two for $5.99 or 
something like that. I don't know. I think they're going to be nine ninety nine actually for two of them. So Damn. I have no idea. I, I don't. I only bought like one one pair, but then my girl bought a bunch of uh, of the surgical masks, and then we've been using those. Right on. I'm, I'm very I'm very happy to hear that you're protecting yourself and others during these uh, unprecedented times. Oh yeah. Unprecedented for sure. <laughs> I did think of something else. I heard you live in Naperville now. How the hell does that happen? <laughs> Moving on up, bro. What the hell? <laughs> to the south side. I that, that's definitely not a town that I would have assumed that you would <laughs> set up shop in. And actually, we live in an apartment right now, and we're moving to a luxury apartment in December. Man. So, wow. how much is a luxury apartment in Naperville? How much? Yeah, like an average, you know. Uh, I think okay, so I think it's like from fifteen to two thousand, probably or eighteen hundred. I should say that's fucking nuts. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's hey, about what they are. Good for you, good for you, buddy. I'm happy for you. Thanks. And you it's you 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 bury the lead. There's a, a female in the picture too. Uh yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. Man, I move away and a lot of shit changes, I guess. BDI's yeah. a Napervillian citizen with uh a, yeah, a uh, partner, a significant a, other. A girlfriend of three years, bro. There you go. Three wow. years? Yeah, brother. So did she make you like get like new clothes, like uh, you know, shirts without holes in them, <laughs> their sleeves. Uh, I have a lot of shirts now. Pretty much the majority of my wardrobe is now holeless shirts. Fantastic for quite for quite some time now. Okay, you know. What about the sleeve and, situation? The <laughs> sleeves? Um, uh, for just no, I don't have any sleeves. I cut them all off because I want to show off my big guns, dude. You know, <laughs> I got some arms, bro. Not, unlike you, chicken, chicken, uh, chicken are bastards over there. You got nothing. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Why don't we get into podcast stuff? So okay, one show going. Okay, don't you ahead. wish if you guys had some guns, you want to show them off? So there you go. Sure. I, I will, uh, I guess, agree with that. Uh, t- Tony, what do we got next? The waiver wire? Waiver. Wire. Oh, God. Waiver wire. It's the week eight. Waiver wire. And uh, I opened up the email. You know, you get the weekly waiver wire report that gives you all the transactions. And I could not believe my eyes when I saw what Worm did this morning. (laughs) All right. So he he leads off with $46 for Marvin Jones cutting Julian Edelman. And uh, he's thinking, okay, great. Kenny Galladay's hurt again. He's going to be out. So he's going to be a good play, right? Right? And then he also follows up with $21 for Matt Stafford. Cutting Jimmy Garoppolo. So he's double dipping, investing heavily on Detroit Lions. And then what happens (laughs) around like 2 p.m. today? Matt Stafford gets contracted COVID. He's on the COVID list. He's not playing. So that means Marvin Jones lost his quarterback. And I don't even know who the fucking backup quarterback is in, in Detroit. Do you guys have any idea? I, I don't. Jake Daniel, I think. 
Yeah, I have, I have no idea. I remember that he played a lot last year, <laughs> and but I don't remember his <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was some failed bids for Marvin Jones of $11, which was me, and $9, which was Giuseppe, I think. Correct. Yeah, I thought $9 was plenty for a Detroit Lion wide receiver, but I was wrong. <laughs> yes, you were. Okay. Uh, we had we had a $13 pickup of Jerry Judy uh, cutting Tevin Coleman, and this is prime time. So 13 bucks for that guy. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, we have a $10 bid for Mike Williams from our guest, BDI. Dropping Greg Ward. BDI, talk to us about uh, your pickup here of Mike Williams. Oh, well, honestly, I have no idea what's going on anymore. I just read, I was just reading stuff about him on uh, multiple sites that says he's going to be getting more, you know, looks in upcoming weeks, apparently, or, you know, so... And I guess he's becoming like, uh, what's the dude's name that's there, the quarterback? Justin Herbert. Yeah, the guy who just beat me. Um, apparently, this guy's becoming like his number one or something like that or whatever. He's like favorite receiver. So that's the only reason I went with him. And he's, I guess that's a better offense. So Okay. I, I would love yeah. to, to, to read where you get your fantasy news. But uh, he's, he's, a, he's a very boom-bust player, similar to like a uh, – Santana uh, Moss or a Lavernius Coles <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> I know you love those guys, so he'll oh, fit yeah. right in on your squad. Deshaun Jackson, who yes, also Deshaun Jackson. got an affinity towards. Okay, it. I'm gonna tell you, I, I read it in the player notes. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Giuseppe with seven dollars uh, picking up Justin Jackson uh, and dropping Chris Godwin. Uh, that's a name you're gonna hear again coming up pretty quick here, but. Uh, any thoughts? Yeah, I needed a running. Well, I mean, I need a lot of things. I lost a lot of bids <laughs> this week. I was too cheap, apparently. <laughs> Everybody went in harder than I, I thought I would. So BDI beat me for Mike Williams. And uh, oh, shit. Both Tony and uh, Worm outbid me on Marvin Jones. So I was like, all right, I need to make I needed to, to make some sort of a move. So I went in. Oh, I also went in for Damian Harris, but I did not put a lot on that one. What did I bid? I bid. Uh, oh, I didn't bid at all on Damian Harris. What the hell did I do? I'm thinking. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I mean, I Kelly is not getting as many reps as Jackson, so why not? My team is decimated. I have seven guys who are either hurt or on a bye this week, all skill position players. So. Oof. All right, we'll get to that when we get to your matchup. But you mentioned Damian Harris, and Micah picks him up for $5, cuts the number one wide receiver in Vegas in Nelson Aguilar. So uh, there's a name that's out there. And then I struck out on Marvin Jones, so I picked up Curtis Samuel. And I did not drop anybody because I had a player get COVID, and I put him on the COVID IR uh, slot, so I had an extra... Uh, roster slot, so I was able to do that. Um, and then we had some free moves, so let me pull those up. I want to talk about my free moves. I have no idea what I'm doing anymore. Alright, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Because uh, I did so many, I don't think they even make sense. I'm oh my god, go... I did not notice it's still just now. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna go down here. I'm just gonna go down the list. Okay. All right. <laughs> so Matt drops Scotty Miller, your guy, and picks up Noah Fant. Um, okay. And <laughs> BDI makes a line change. Oh my god. Okay. Hold on. Uh, let me do this in chronological order. Okay. So he drops Lamichael Pirine. It's kind of funny how there's two P Ryans in the NFL, and that, like I don't even know like how that happened. Uh, and he uh, picks up Naheem Hines, so he drops a P Ryan and picks up Naheem Hines, which is cool. Uh, Brandon Ayuk goes on COVID IR because he, and along with many other 49ers, has COVID. Uh, so he picks up Keelan Cole. And then, <laughs> You've had seven times this yes, year, I think. Yes, and the, and then six minutes later, he drops <laughs> Keelan Cole and picks up Gus Edwards. So please walk us through this timeline. Oh god, I was reading a bunch of stupid shit, and uh, I I have no idea who any of these people are, and I'm just trying to find someone who can score me points in the running back because I'm decimated. <laughs> Like, everyone's dead, and, you know, I don't even know. Like, I got two guys that are maybe good, you know, and, God, it's it's just horrible. All right. I agree. It is pretty horrible. <laughs> uh, I, it, I mean, I'm just trying to beat – I'm trying to – right now, I'm just trying to beat uh, Turtle here. That's my same goal right now, too. <laughs> I know. That's both our goals. You know my pubic hair so I can just smash you. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right. Uh, Giuseppe was not done. Uh, he picks up McCole Hardman, drops Janu Smith. He picks up Jared Cook. He drops Josh Kelly. And then he re-acquires Chris Godwin and drops Jared Cook. So you kind of did a BDI move here. Why don't you talk about this? Yeah, so this one I can actually uh, quantify with with logic. So Chris Godwin broke his finger two weeks ago. So they put him on the IR. So I, I'm like, okay, I guess at this point uh, I can just let him go because by the time he gets back in a few weeks, like I'm going to be out of it. You know, I need pro points right now. Well, fast forward to this morning and he practiced. He was a full participant in practice today. The only thing he didn't do was like catch balls. Why the fuck would Bruce Arians toss him out there on the field when you just traded for Antonio Brown unless you want to play him, right? So they said that they're going to determine by Friday whether or not he's going to be able to play. So I figured, what the hell? Let's bring him back. I think a one-handed Chris Godwin is better than Jared Cook with two hands. And if he can't play, then I'll just pick up Jared Cook again. Or if I, it's not him, it's Randall Cobb. Or if it's not him, it's Keelan Cole. If BDI is still not have him on his roster at that time, I don't know. I'll figure it out. All right. We had K-Wall coming up. Uh dropping the Colts kicker, picking up the Bears kicker. Uh, also, dropping Carlos Hyde, picking up Jordan Wilkins, who has been uh, surprising a lot of folks with his uh, uh, playing action recently. So that is going to do a very lengthy waiver wire. Yeah, so before we quickly go into um, the emails and such, I want to ask one question. BDI. Did you have any issues utilizing the COVID IR slot to make a transaction? No, it was okay. simple. I okay. think what happened to me, so I did have issues with Jamal Williams. Uh, I think I tried to do it too soon, Giuseppe. Uh, 
as we all know, RT Sports is not exactly on the ball with stuff. So uh, I think he came down with the distinction yesterday, late yesterday, maybe. So I think that they just didn't update the website. Got well, it. Aren't they having a problem with stats in the first place? Yeah, that was also an issue that exists. But thankfully, they seem to have found a, a different provider that works good enough. So good to hear there. Um, okay, just had to ask that. All right, now we can go into emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. And we had three of them come through, which is a, a pretty sizable amount. <laughs> uh, first one comes from Kowalski. And the subject line is, y'all be like. And the body says, my guys, not a, good ver- not a very good performance, only nine points. Pee-wee's guys, 10 points, pretty solid performance. Hashtag fake news. Uh, I don't remember this, but it might be relative to the larger pool. Like if you have a lot of guys who put up 10, then it's a pretty solid performance. And if it's your star player and he only scores nine, then that's probably not good. But you, you're probably right. Then another email comes from Kowalski as well a couple days ago. Subject line is Gronk. And he says, hey, I wasn't watching. Did Gronk score a touchdown last week or the week before or the week before that? I'll hang up and listen. Keep up the good work. You can't see me. You can't see me. Jesus, Santino, stop letting these losers make your fantasy team worse. Hashtag Church of Gronk. He ain't wrong. We we don't know shit about fantasy football. I, I said he was going to catch a touchdown. Listen to the tape. Replay the episode. Suck it. Uh, and then finally, we have my guy, Micah, keeps the streak alive. Subject line, fantasy failure and celebrity death pools. He says, my fantasy team is in ruin. Zeke sucks. Juju sucks. The rapist sucks. Everyone else is injured. Derrick Henry, poor Derrick Henry is wasted on my roster. I will be winning two more games tops, but one of those two wins will be against BDI, so there's that. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to get Frank the Tank to added to Doug Stanhope's Celebrity Death Pool database was was denied. Someone else tried in the past. He is the one, quote, soda review away from certain death. Did you guys watch that video that Michael put on the message board with yes. that guy with the soda reviews? I watched the first one, and he he's posted a couple more since. And yeah. uh, I let's just say he's a very effeminate man with a, a lisp, I believe. And uh, he drinks soda, and he chokes on the soda. I mean, come <laughs> on. Like, if you're a soda reviewer, you should, probably should know how to drink a soda. He also uses the reusable straw, which... If you look at the man and his attire, he's probably one of the last people on earth that I would assume would use a reusable straw, <laughs> like yeah. a, a metal straw. Uh, but I did watch the first one, and I think – I don't know if I'm going to go down that rabbit hole. No, I but. think I'm good. I think I'm good. Yeah. All right. That's uh, Thank you guys for sending through the emails. Now, Tony, it is the time for you to talk about the results of the predictions at the midway <laughs> point of the preview show. Yes. not the starting point of the recap show. This is the weekly segment where I do the recap of the predictions. <laughs> and uh, I had a pretty good week. Turtle had a pretty good week. We had five out of six. Holy shit. So, GG, uh, Turtle, I missed my game, and you missed BDI's game. So, uh, yeah, you picked BDI. So I bet I'm going to jinx him. <laughs> you, you did. 
yeah, it worked out in your favor. And Giuseppe with four out of six. So pretty good. Like, not bad. Good numbers here. I like it. Uh, season long, I'm in the lead with 34, and you guys are tight again with 27. So uh, that is. all being said, let's get into week nine here. And we're going to start it off, as we always do, in the Balls Mahoney. With the game of the week, we have Prime Times, Nitro versus Mike's Mask Up Bitches. And Mike is getting some players off of bye. He has a five-and-a-half-point favorite, according to RT Sports. Uh, but but Prime Time might be getting the best player in fantasy football back. So, Giuseppe, I ask you... What do you think? So I'm going to, I'm before even doing any sort of analysis, I'm going to pick Mike. Uh, I hope that he gets Deontay Johnson. I mean, fuck Dallas is giving up the most points out of any defense, but man, this guy can't fucking stay on the field. Um, uh, let's assume his hamstrings fine and he puts up a good game, but yeah, I'm going to go Mike here. I have to represent for my division. This is definitely the game of the week. Um, you know, he's got some, some decent matchups and some bad matchups. I really like, I've been on this guy all year, and I'm going to stay on him. James Robinson is my guy. He's had a week off. They've replaced the quarterback, Garner Minshew, with, ooh, I do not remember this guy's name, but he's a the guy they drafted in, like, the sixth round this year. So expect lots of James Robinson in catching short passes and running the ball. DeAndre Hopkins has been fantastic this year. Very difficult matchup against Miami. Tony, now will you agree with me about Miami being a – bona fide stud defense uh no i'm not a oh bona fide God. stud defense i will not go that oh far they have a what was the stat i found this this week was aren't they like third in the league in total defense or something like that i don't remember i think they're like the number like a top three scoring defense or something is what i heard yeah it's there's they definitely if got they a lot of talent play jared but... golf every week then i would agree but they don't <laughs> All right, fine. Well, whatever. I'm going to I'm going to stop here so that way I don't get accused of doing too much analysis and I'm going to go with Mike. I will follow up with uh Mike. I Wow. Yeah. Uh Primetime's team is kind of I, I I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Or what, you know, is he just going to be like Tua because wind is going on? <laughs> I mean, you know match up here. Um yeah, no, I'm going to go with Mike. I, I like his matchups better. Um, Alvin Kamara is just like a stud right now. DeAndre Hopkins is like uh, Xavier Howard is one of the best cornerbacks in the league, maybe the best. And he's going to get a matchup with Hopkins, so that's not that great. But I just think he's. it's going to be an ugly battle that Mike wins close. I'm going to also agree, uh, mainly because I want primetime to lose. Uh but he he almost had both he might still have both of his stud running backs in the lineup this week uh the entire <laughs> green oh bay God. packers running back room has covid and aaron jones does not uh he's still nursing that calf injury so i he is a literal game time decision so uh lucky for him uh they are the thursday game so he's going to know right off the bat he doesn't have to like sweat it out. It's not a Monday night game, so he doesn't have to make the call like uh, before he gets word. So he could make this swap with five minutes before the game and get Aaron Jones in in a good matchup. Um, so I, I, 
I don't know about Christian McCaffrey. I think they might want to ease him in and split some work with Mike Davis just for like the first week or two, just just to get him back in. And uh, Calvin Ridley, I think is he didn't he have like an ankle injury? What what's going on with this guy? He, yeah, he didn't, he didn't, practice. didn't practice today, and yeah, yeah, no injury. practice. So if he if he bails, let me look at his. He's got missed the call on his on his fucking bench. Jerry uh, Judy, Jerry we just Judy. picked up. Yeah, uh, I don't like either of those players. So I'm gonna take Mike. I'm gonna take Litro. BDI, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna have to take Mike too. I think his uh matchups are better. His players are better. I mean, you know, Calvin Ridley's boomer bust. Tyler Lockett's obviously boomer bust. Uh, Travis Kelsey kind of consistent you know so and then you know i don't know what's going on with let me see he's getting points from drew Brees every week so i mean like you know i don't think he's gonna have another 28 point uh from his defense in this maybe this year but uh i'm gonna have to go with mike i think his team's just better the only thing i would say that's weak is his defense i would maybe put the bears in over the freaking um over New England. Yeah, the only thing there is they're playing the Jets, who are really bad. <laughs> the Jets well, aren't, aren't they bad. really bad too? <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, we'll see who we'll see who really who's, who's the, the worst, worst of the bunch then. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next matchup, and we have Turtle and Avitsa's fucking savages versus Santinos. It's time to yes. loot. Yes. And uh, yes, it's time to make some wavered moves here, Santino, because. Uh, <laughs> I see a lot of bye week players, and I see a forty-five and a half point favorite for Turtle because he has four players on a bye in his lineup. Uh, I guess I'll lead this one off, and I am going to take Turtle. I'm not going to look at Santino's bench. I don't think he's got enough to win, and uh, this is this is Turtle's trek back into five hundred to get back into the wild card mix. So I like Turtle this week. I'm going to agree. Santino will have to start either Brian Hill or Rex Burkett at running back. His receiving core is fine. Like he can, he can bench Bobby trees and put in the great Rob Gronkowski. They're playing the the saints who don't really have that impressive of a defense, or he could put in Claypool against Dallas, who has the worst uh, scoring defense in the NFL. Either way, he's fine. I mean, in a perfect world, he would be able to start four wide receivers here to make up for his running back situation, but alas, he cannot. So, He's got that uh, situation, and the worst of all, I think, is his defense. He's got the San Francisco 49ers, who comically are a one-point favorite at home against Green Bay when they have I, – I, I can't name a, a receiver who doesn't – who can play this week for them between guys who've got COVID, guys who are hurt, and then Nick Mullins is starting for them, and the running back might be hasty. I I don't understand. I I honestly don't understand what the fuck is going on with that line. That seems like e- the easiest money in the world. So <laughs> yeah, but I I don't know. Tony pointed it out to me. There's Kevin White starting. Oh my god, for real? And Ke- yeah, some guy named Kendrick Bourne, I think. Yeah. No, Bourne has COVID. Oh, uh, he's got COVID. Okay. And they got rid of Austin Pettis, who got signed yeah. by like by the Dante. Giants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have two wide receivers on their team. One is last name Taylor or so, Trent Taylor, maybe. I don't know, but it's something like that. And then they have Kevin White. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That's it. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. I got I got turtle then. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick myself per usual. Um I I don't know what he's gonna do. 
I mean, obviously Rob Gronkowski's coming in. I've talked shit about him this entire season. Um, and it's, he's gonna he's gonna show me what he really is, which is six points. So I'll get the win. BDI, you got any thoughts? Yeah, I really hate to pick you, Turtle, but you're just a better fantasy owner than Stan is. So you know, I'm gonna have to just pick you based on uh, the track record that you have compared to Stan's. <laughs> You heard it. The jinx is in. (laughs) (laughs) The hex is on. All right. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Kowalski's Cracka Ass Crackas versus Giuseppe's The Bone Zone. And, uh, well, uh, Kowalski is a 13-point favorite in this matchup. And you mentioned it in the waiver wire segment, but I don't know how you're going to feel the team this week, brother. Uh, Turtle? Uh, are you seeing the same thing I'm seeing? Yeah, that's rough. Is Crowder playing? Um, unsure at this point. He, uh, I don't, I don't know if he, he's still, he's listed as questionable. I don't know if he practiced or not. He's again, obviously if he doesn't, then I need to make some sort of a move, which will happen. Like, uh, you can, how about, like you can rely on me making some sort of a move where I yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right there. So. But my, my my problem with this is is that you have Crowder and Godwin who are both like in that situation, and then Miko Hardman who is like you know flip a coin exactly you know, yeah that happens. So uh, that being the case, I'm going to go with K. Well, I think his team is a little bit more safer, um, more safe. I, I don't know how you say that, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also going to pick Kowalski here. Um, I think his Green Bay Packers are going to do it to you this week. Uh, He's got the defense, the quarterback, and the number one wide receiver. Um, I fucking hate Brandon Cooks, but you know what? He's been been producing lately, so I'll I'll let him slide just because I see the trash that's on your team um, that's probably not going to play. So I don't know. You're going to have to pull off some waiver wire miracles here. Uh, you're definitely going to have to cut somebody you don't want to cut, uh, and it's going to suck. But I like Kowalski. Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with you guys. Like At the end of the day, if Crowder doesn't play, I'm going to probably have to cut him, which I hate to do because he's a very good wide receiver when he's healthy. And in an offense that does not do anything, that's like gold, right? It's the same reason why Travis Fulgham has been so good for me. It's an offense that that doesn't do anything. So you want the receiver on an offense like that because he's going to get double-digit targets every single week, and that's just so hard to come by. So, yeah, I mean, I, I it's just a very, very poor situation. Gaskin's out for a couple of weeks, which I did not anticipate because I was going to roll three running backs and and suck it up that way, And but I, I can't this week. And so here we are. Kowalski, you know, congrats, bro. You're gonna you're gonna get the victory here, and uh, there's nothing really I can do about it. So, I don't know, BDI. What do you think? You think I can pull this off or no? Um, I I mean, I think all I really see on his team is the Green Bay Packers guys, and the, and everyone else is hit or miss. Basically, I mean, what has Le'Veon Bell done? Nothing. Exactly. So he's probably not continuing to do nothing. Because there's like three guys there, right? Beside or two other guys besides him. 
and, and they got one of the guys they they sent to Miami. But yeah, I mean, it's he's not the number one option at running back. That's for sure. For yeah, so I mean, and then Jared McKinnon. I mean, he could do something, but it depends. So, I mean, it's hit or miss on both of you. I mean, if his if if Devontae Adams and you know uh, Aaron hit, you're screwed. So, you know, based on that, I'm gonna have to go with him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next matchup. We have my COVID mania versus BDI's God Emperor President D's Nuts. I am a 22 and a half point favorite. Uh, so, Turtle, I'm going to lead off with you here. What do you think is going to happen? I want BDI to lose. Um, oh. See, 22 and a half. I mean, come on. Is that surprising? <laughs> is, is Michael Thomas going to play? Do we know anything about him yet? I know he practiced today. That's he's in there oh, until he's no, not in there. For me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, your team is just better. I think you're gonna get it. He's trying to piece stuff together with Naheem Hines and Antonio Brown is kind of uh ambitious right away, I guess, but gotta do what you gotta do. Uh I guess I can go next. Okay, and yeah. I will also pick Tony. This one is um, you know is going to be, you know, a pretty pretty big spread. I think Tony's got a, a much better roster right now than BDI. We, I've talked about it for a couple of weeks now. I have no idea how Melvin Gordon continues to play with the DUI, but even so, Philip Lindsay kind of took his job. Naheem Hines had a really good week last week, but I think what tends to happen in fantasy football very, very frequently is you chase points from the week prior, the week after, and most of the time it doesn't work out. Antonio Brown's like a huge wild card. We don't know how many plays he's going to actually get in that game. So I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Adam Thielen obviously always has the potential of having a good game. And same thing with Matt Ryan. But at the end of the day, I just don't think there's enough weapons in that, uh, in that holster for BDI for him to get the victory here. I'm going to predict I will win, but I don't think this is going to be a blowout. I think Zach's going to put up a pretty good fight here. Uh, I do love my Buffalo Bills going uh, playing Seattle. Uh, Josh Allen has looked pretty shitty the past couple weeks, uh, single digits in his last two, but I think he's going to have a get-right game against the Seattle defense. This game could be a shootout, and I think it will be. Um, and I, I got their two biggest pieces on my team playing this week. I think Michael Thomas... Man, I've said this like fucking four weeks in a row, but I think he's going to play this week. Uh, he did practice. Uh, as far as I know, he didn't punch anybody, which is good. Uh, and when he does come back, I think they're really going to want to get some, get some, get some volume out of him. Uh, they they need to to ease off on Alvin Kamara, or else he's going to explode. Uh, <laughs> the, the the those tires got a lot of tread on him uh, this this season so far. Um. And, uh, yeah, I, I love Keenan Allen. He's a stud number one receiver. And uh, the only guy, the only, only thing that scares me on your team, Zach, is the Pittsburgh Steelers defense versus yes, the Dallas yes. Cowboys. That that might yes. be your highest scoring player. I read that Ben DiNucci might get benched <laughs> because he's so bad. So that would mean they're going to be on their fourth string quarterback who has some stupid name like Cooper Rush or some shit. Just up. What was his name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that it sounded like a, a 
Kool-Aid ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Cooper Rush. That that cannot be a real person. But uh, apparently he might start for the Dallas Cowboys. So, Zach, that's the only player I'm worried about on your team. Well, you got a bunch of boom gust guys. So, like, Stefan Diggs, that's boom bust right there. So, you, you know, he could have a good game. And, you know, he can have a good game sometimes. I had that guy before. Yeah. You know, he hasn't done much in the last. But he's going up against Seattle, who's, you know, terrible. Um, and you got their defense starting. So, pray to God that they win. Um, I mean, yeah, you got some guys that are good. But, I mean, Michael Thomas, like, can run, you know, one little tweak of his little hamstring, he's gonna snap, and then he's gonna be crying. Then you won't have him playing. Then I'll be crying. <laughs> yes, he'll be crying, and he will be crying too. Uh, so that, I mean, I gotta worry about like Keenan Allen and things. I mean, yeah, you got some guys that can make some points. I got some guys that make some points. I think it's gonna be a close match. And I also have to say, in the last couple years, I've dominated you in multiple leagues. So I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna win. <laughs> okay. Multiple, multiple leagues. What other league were we in? <laughs> With Tim one? Ryan's where I won the championship oh, and I beat you like one... three times that year. Yeah, that fucking league sucks. I hated that league. <laughs> I liked it because I won. <laughs> it was bullshit. No, I, I, I scored the, the most points and then... Uh, I had I, the best record. Yeah, I finished like third place and I got no money. I'm like, what What the fuck kind of shit is this? So I, I, because I it was 50 bucks. Yeah, well, fuck that. Money to give. Whatever. All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have uh, Micah's Frank the Tank. He has rebranded to this man, and uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really like it, but you know, whatever. Uh, versus Matt's Full Harris. Which, of course, it was inevitable. We were going to get a full house. Projectability. The milkman, paper boy. <laughs> Turtles a fan? Apparently. Oh, this is the fucking best. I've seen every full house episode made. <laughs> All right. You watching the remake? On, or watching? No, no I haven't been made already, it. But, no. Okay. Oh, I have to say, Stephanie Tanner's breasts in, are fantastic in that show. Dude, she's like 12, bro. That's fucking, that's fucked no, up. in the new one. No, in the new one, you oh. dumbass. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about the old one. She got a shit. And she's a trashy druggie. Perfect. Sign me up. <laughs> me too. That's where we have common ground. <laughs> All right, BDI, you're leading off this one. Who do you think is going to win this one? This is, uh, okay, I should mention that Mike or Micah is an 18 and a half point favorite. Uh, we, we have, what? We have names such as J.D. McKissick, Wayne Gallman, and Noah Fant on Matt's team. Uh, so go ahead. Oh, uh, man. I feel sorry for Matt. He's used, His team is like my team, which shows in the record. But, uh, I mean, this is not his best work. And, uh, I mean, shit, Mike is... Oh man, he's just got some running backs. I mean, everything else is pretty trash. I mean, I mean, Ben's gonna probably go off, and so is Juju. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys can't stop anybody. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Matt because I hate Micah. Wow. Okay. Uh, did not swerve see... of the year. Yeah, I already put it down. Like, uh, yeah. Man. 
I'll go next. I'll take uh, I'll take Matt. I'll follow up on that one. I <laughs> want to be contrarian here. Um, I like Ezekiel Elliott is not Ezekiel Elliott right now, and he has to go against. He never will be again. Uh, when he gets Dak back, he'll be fine. But just these guys are names right now. So both of his good players have terrible matchups. Um, I think Allen Robinson's better than any of the receivers on the other team. Uh, so I'm going to hope he just uh, runs good and gets me a win. Uh, go ahead. I'm going to take a okay. while, so go ahead. Okay. I feel like – I know Micah's like a super-duper homer for Detroit. I don't know. Maybe you do play Hawkinson mm-hmm. without Stafford because the quarterback's going to look his way, but I almost – uh, Adrian Peterson seems like a decent play when your quarterback is going to be the backup. <sighs> Kirk's got a really bad matchup against Miami. As we've talked about, Miami is the, the new newness when it comes to defense. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to take, take Micah. The ben, ben Roethlisberger's due for a, a good game. He hasn't really had one in about a month since they played Philly. So he should be. He should have a twenty-point game there. And if only one of those touchdowns goes to Juju, then that already becomes like 35, 40 points. So that that looks that's like a good start. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Micah here to break the streak. As much as I want to take Matt, but it's been a tough year for him, and I I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, Matt, it, it, you're not gonna do it this week, buddy. Uh, I would probably maybe start Lat Murray over Wayne Gallman or JD McKissick. Uh I think Derrick Henry is going to shred the Chicago Bears this week. Uh the Bears lead the league in giving up explosive runs and missed tackles. So can you imagine what's going to happen when Derrick Henry comes running down the lane? Uh they're not going to be able to touch him. They're not going to be able to tackle him. And, uh, yeah, his Pittsburgh combination is going to cash in this week. He's going to get a touchdown out of Juju. The Dallas Cowboys are the worst defense in the league. And, um, yeah, I I can't find a good player or a good play on your team, Matt. Uh, maybe Noah Fant versus Atlanta, but even that, he's a tight end. I mean, you're probably looking at 15 points if he scores a touchdown. So that's not that's not going to get it done against Micah this week. I think he will open the soda, drink the soda, and not choke on the soda. I think he will uh, consume it whole. All right, let's go to the last matchup. We have Peewee's and McLean's BDI as a coward versus Worms Team Taylor. Uh, I should mention that Peewee McLean is starting a bye week player, and they are still a six-and-a-half-point favorite, Giuseppe. Yeah, I mean, for sure. The Worm's luck streak has to end here. Like, he's been running real lucky. I think he's on a three-game win streak. And he outside of the when he played me three weeks ago, he's not put up that many points. And it's going to come back to bite him this week for sure. I think that we're definitely going to see a very high-scoring game in that Vegas Chargers game. And we know how well, you know, we Herbert's been playing. I think that's going to continue there. Again, Josh Jacobs had a really good week last week. If he gets a touchdown, he puts up, you know, a big fantasy football day. He still put up eight because of all the the action he got. You sub out Harrison, you bring in David Johnson, who's not great, but they're playing Jacksonville, and that's enough you need. You get McLaurin back in the lineup, maybe even Will Fuller. He's got a lot of options on his bench from guys who are coming back from bye. 
that are gonna that are gonna be uh, really big. While Worm, he's fucked. I mean, like again, <laughs> we don't know who the quarterback is. I know who it is. It, I looked it up. It's Chase, Chase Daniel. It is Chase Daniel. Yes, okay, it's Chase Daniel. There you go. So Chase Daniel's going to be the quarterback there. He's trash. Um, David Montgomery. The, the Bears do not have an offense. Uh, I mean, period. Like they're they're down to like practice squad guys. So good luck doing anything against te- uh, Tennessee's pass rush. So Tennessee's going to be all over the backfield. Montgomery ain't going to do shit. Um, Nick Foles might even get hurt for how many times he gets hurt or hit. I, yeah, I mean Tyreek Hill's great, but he can't put up fifty. So I got Pee Wee McLean this week. I agree. Um, does he start Herbert or Kyler? I would stick with, I know it's, it's probably like bad to say, but I stick with Herbert here. I'd rather have the guy at home Vegas versus, you know, again, I know Miami's traveling with that defense, but Miami's defense, I'm telling you guys is good. Don't sleep on that Dolphins defense, Kyle Van Noy, Xavier. I mean, they've got a lot of guys on that team. Like even if you put them in there, I don't think it's going to be a detriment, right? You know, if, if he plays yeah, Kyler Murray I, and he puts up 18, think, who cares? You still win. I think Pee Wee McLean could start Daniel Jones and win this matchup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they really could. I'm not even joking. Like, we'll add it up at the end and, and see, and they'll win it with Daniel Jones. But, um, yeah, they just have – they have a really good team. Like, Terry McLaurin is crushing this year. I don't know what it is, but that dude is a, a stud. A.J. Brown just seems to catch touchdowns. Um, I think they got enough to win. I'm going to agree. We're going to sweep. Uh, yeah. Chase Daniel. That was your big free agent pickup. I'm sure it was looking great. You know, they're, they're going to play Minnesota. They got a terrible defense. You're going all in on Lions and then boom, COVID hits. You got to start Chase Daniel. Uh, so the Bears were already playing three reserve offensive linemen. And then two of those guys got COVID. So they're literally playing practice squad guys. They're playing a, a seventh round rookie. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be real bad for David Montgomery for, for the next couple weeks. Um, yeah, just upset it. Tyreek Hill will probably have a huge game, but it's not going to be enough. Uh, I expect fully to get Terry McLaurin in the in the lineup here. He's already got Josh Jacobs and, and Ceh, so he's good. He's good running back wise. And uh, I think Pee Wee McLean rolls this week. I think this is going to be a slobber knocker. Uh, and uh, that's that's the matchups this week. Uh, anybody got a breakout player they would like to talk about? Um, I can go first, and I want to stay here. Wait, talk- I didn't get to say oh. anything about the, ma- the match. Oh, oh shit. Sorry. You're right. You're right. Go ahead, Pee Wee. Go ahead. Or Pee Wee. PDI. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm My- looking at the matchup that involves Pee Wee. That's yes. why I said it. <laughs> I, I think uh, Pee Wee's going to lose because uh, he's Pee Wee and his name is uh, BDI is a coward. And that's why he will always lose is because he's talking shit. And he will always be four and four for the rest of his career in this league, hopefully. But I would say he sh- I think Worm really, I, even though I don't want him to win, I'm going to pick him just because I don't give a fuck about Pee Wee's team. He needs to get rid of that Detroit Lions quarterback and pick someone else up for God's sake, you know, anybody. I mean, who was on there that I was just looking at? Uh, Philip Rivers is out there and he's been throwing 23 points. It looks like for the last couple of weeks. So yeah, he's got some two 23 point games. Uh, 
maybe try him out, but do not start your the the, the Detroit Lions quarterback. You're going to lose that for sure. All right, They're now breakout players. Who do you got? Uh, I've got Terry McLaurin. We talked about it a little bit. I don't love that Giants defense. The first time they played him, he only had nine. But I think this time it's going to be a little bit different. They're at home. They're, uh, you know, they had a bye. The The Giants played their asses off against Tampa and still lost pretty badly. So I, I think that I'm going to go with McLaurin. He's going to have a big week. Turtle? I'm going Chase Edmonds. I've been waiting to start this guy all year. <laughs> against <laughs> Miami, my good defense. Yeah, all right. I mean, all right. They're, they're good against the pass. I'll be all right. He'll be all right. He's going to break up. All right. My breakout is Juju Smith-Schuster. They need to get him going, and they play Dallas this week. Uh, so give me Juju for a touchdown. Uh, BDI, you got anybody in mind? Yes. Antonio Brown is going to crush it this week because what's his name? Godwin is out with the finger injury, uh, and those other wide receivers are kind of banged up most of the times, and he's a stud still, and he's going to come out there and catch a, at least a touchdown for sure. Tom Brady and him are going to start thing, uh, you know, uh, you know, cooking together. I guess is the new phrase. So they're going to be cooking, and I swear to God, he's going to be awesome. Antonio Brown this weekend for sure. There you have it, BDI. Thank you for joining us this week. Best of luck this Thank week. You. Um, and I think that's going to do it for our Week Nine preview, fantasy football scoop. Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.